Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 10th of March. Now, a quick reminder that if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you're hitting the little plus button or following the pod or subscribing. Do what you need to so that you never miss an episode. Today, the AFLW set for a schedule shift. New rules mean lollies and mints are off limits for cricketers, and one trade turns the NFL on its head. But first... Fire up the music, because the Ben Simmons Circus is set to continue. Aussie All-Star Simmons finally navigated his way out of Philadelphia to the Brooklyn Nets last month after refusing to suit up for the 76ers for the first half of this season after he fell out with the team over their playoff exit last year. But tomorrow, Ben will return to the city of brotherly love. Steve Nash said it was important to him, for Simmons, to rip the Band-Aid off and to sit on the bench with his new teammates in Philly and to accept the boos that are certainly going to be coming his way. So the Nets think that is a good first step for him. Simmons will sit on the bench with his new team against his old team tomorrow when the Nets take on the 76ers in Philadelphia. And it's expected that he'll be drowned by boos and jeers from the Philly home crowd. And apparently, that's exactly what Ben and his management want. Simmons was fined $26 million of his salary for the games he missed this season for Philadelphia, and his management are preparing to file a grievance against the club for the missing millions, and will be looking to use the cascade of abuse he's expecting to cop tomorrow from home fans as a reason that he could not reasonably play for the 76ers earlier in the year. Oh, that's clever. That's very clever. clever. And while his management attempts to recoup the small fortune that Simmons missed out on for not playing, the Brooklyn Nets are hopeful that at some point Ben will actually play for them in the not-too-distant future. The Aussie sporting landscape is in for a significant change. Let's go to the calendar. It's calendar time. The AFLW is on the move after the AFL Commission reportedly gave permission for the next AFLW season to begin in August this year. The current AFLW season is due to finish in early April and bringing the start of next season forward to August 2022 would allow the women's game to open the new season during the men's pre-finals bye weekend. Well, isn't that convenient for you? The proposal still needs to be signed off by the clubs themselves, but why would they say no? The shift would allow the competition some clean air in the sporting calendar away from Test Cricket and the Australian Tennis Open and give the players some respite from the heat of the Australian summer. It's so damn hot! Spit is out. Spit. Cricketers are now forbidden to use spit or saliva on the cricket ball. The Marylebone Cricket Club yesterday announced a new set of laws for the game which prohibits the use of saliva as a ball-shining method. The law change comes in the wake of players using mints and lollies to generate saliva to rub on the ball. Players have been prohibited from using saliva on the ball during the COVID pandemic for hygiene reasons, and research has found that it has had little to no impact on the amount of swing the bowlers were getting. Doesn't do anything. So, spit is out. But sweat is still A-OK when it comes to polishing the kookaburra. And one man looking to bring his sweat to the baggy green for the first time in Australia's second test against Pakistan this Saturday is leg spinner Mitch Swepson. Or, in lieu of the new rule, maybe we call him Mitch Sweatson. You're not funny, are you? 
Given Australia's inability to take wickets in the first test, Swepson is considered a lock to make his test debut alongside Nathan Lyon as Australia take two specialist spinners into the second test in Karachi. The NFL just got flipped on its head. There is a deal in principle to send nine-time Pro Bowl quarterback Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos in exchange for a massive haul, multiple first-round draft picks, additional picks later, and players. Okay, so if you're not an avid NFL fan, let me break down what's just happened. 33-year-old Russell Wilson is a bona fide star quarterback of the league, and since making his professional debut in 2012, he's played in two Super Bowls, winning one, and has also been named to nine Pro Bowl teams. Like I said, he's a bona fide star. And up until now, Wilson has played his entire career for the Seattle Seahawks. On the other side of the deal, we have the Denver Broncos, who since the retirement of future Hall of Famer quarterback Peyton Manning in 2010, have been searching desperately for a QB capable of leading them back to the Super Bowl. It's the first quarter of the big game. You want to toss up a Hail Mary. And while the deal can't be formally registered until March 16th, the Broncos have agreed in principle to send a trio of players and a raft of draft picks to Seattle in exchange for Wilson. The irony of the whole thing being that Wilson won his only Super Bowl playing against, you guessed it, the Denver Broncos. Thank you, Alanis. The trade comes off the back of news that another veteran Super Bowl winning quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, has agreed to a new four-year deal to stay with the Green Bay Packers worth $200 million, all for throwing a football. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? And that is your Fast Fun Hitters Sport for Thursday the 10th of March. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. <laughs>